Why Though the Podcast, where we talk about the things in pop culture the people say matter and ask the question, but why though? So today we have the Defenders review, and this is something that if you're a fan of the Marvel Netflix universe, you've been waiting for for quite a while. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And I do want to put out that big old spoiler disclaimer right here. Um, There's going to be some. So go watch the show, come back to this, or listen to this and make your decision as to whether or not you want to watch the show. It's up to you. I can't tell you how to live your life. It's six episodes, and it's been about two weeks. If you haven't watched it by now, then you're probably not going to watch it. This is also true. I would say that. And you've probably listened to Defenders reviews already. This is also true. But this is going to be the best one. There you go. So buckle up, kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be brutally, brutally honest. Oh, sweet Christmas. I'm not ready for this. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, cool. So if you don't know what The Defenders is and you're just tuning in because, hey, you love us, The Defenders is the six-episode miniseries where, Mar- where Netflix brings together its Marvel superhero shows. That would be Daredevil, Jessica Jones... Luke Cage, and, as he says, the immortal Iron Fist. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, guys, first off, um, what did you guys want from Adventure? From, I just call them the Avengers? Yes. Uh, that, that, no, that's a, gra- that's a great... I wanted the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, I guess that works. There you go. We're done. Over. <laughs> and outro. Um, so, what did you want from the Defenders? What were your expectations, and were you excited for it? Oh, okay. Uh, I'll... Oh, you uh, go. All right. Go no, for you it. go for it, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should I reword the question how to get used to it? Um, what did I want from the Defenders? <clears throat> well, I wanted, like, I guess... It'd be, I thought it was going to be great to see all the characters finally come together, since it was kind of weird watching them individually, and there was very few crossovers in between, besides some of the side characters, like as far as the main characters, because we saw like the Night Nurse, uh, Rosio, uh, Rosio. Rosario. <laughs> Rosario Dawson, sorry, uh, you know, throughout the whole and all the different shows, but she was about the only really main character that was throughout all the rest of them, like none of them else haven't met, which was kind of weird because they all lived in the same city. Uh, my expectations, I was really excited for this. I was kind of let down knowing it was only going to be six episodes, which for some reason I didn't realize until later. And I don't know why they, as much as they seemed to plug it, that it was only six episodes. Was I burst weird. that bubble. Huh? Yes. And then he complained about it for like a week. Did. I didn't understand why it was only <laughs> six episodes. Especially then, unfortunately, after that, I was kind of worried that they were going to spend the first three episodes or so just putting everything together and then I was honestly only going to get a three episode miniseries. So. Is it six episodes or eight? I think it's eight episodes. I think we said this wrong. I also think it's, I also think it's eight episodes. I'm pretty sure it's eight episodes. But. But you said six with such conviction that I thought it was just six. But I'm pretty sure it's eight. So we're going to restart the episode and we're going to try this again I'm going to get this all right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Shit. God. Well, in my defense, two of those episodes didn't need to be there. Damn it. I'm sorry. I completely... <laughs> Did we have to... Can we, like, restart that? No. I think I think Kate said six in the beginning, I, too. Sure so I don't I think said, it's just yeah. you. I'm pretty yeah. sure I said six in the beginning. Yeah. So, so can we... Do you mind if we restart? I just want to say eight. 
I didn't want to say eight because I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah, no, that's fine. Right when she okay. said that, I was like, oh yeah, it was eight. Okay, okay. so I'll re I'll redo that that part. Right you should now. just do, and then I'll I'll like just a... put that in. <laughs> so we actually meant that there was eight because there were eight. <laughs> so continue with your story, but with an eight episode. Well, that's about now. all. I, well, that's about all I expected from based on the question, since we didn't really get into like what did we think of the show, Adrian. I expected. I suspected. I expected uh, them to bring them together in like a very like cohesive way that made me care about like individual characters. Like Avengers, he doesn't. Hawkeye doesn't have a big part of it, but I I give a shit about Hawkeye. He's um, a big part of my heart. So I was. <laughs> so I was kind of hoping like it it would they would do that part well and they would do it quickly since there was only eight episodes as we seen in Game of Thrones this past season you could do seven seasons you don't need ten you don't need thirteen episodes you just need quality episodes for each the last couple of seasons from the Netflix universe are just either too too slow to start or drop off really really heavily in the last episodes so I was really hoping that they were just going to avoid that altogether with having eight episodes and just give us you know eight action pack episodes so that's what I expected um yeah so for me I wanted like really strong character relationships because um like having read heroes for hire and stuff like I know the type of friendships that Jessica Danny and Luke have um, and so I wanted to feel that connection. and I, Or I wanted them to at least feel like characters who were going to develop that. And I didn't want it to be, like, angsty and, like, I don't know. I, I wanted to have, like, the camaraderie. Um, and I, I also agree with you, Adrian. I wanted it to come together really, really fast. Um, because I already know all their stories. I know where they were. And I was I was hoping that... It was going to be fast, it was going to be action-packed, and we were going to be hyped to see everybody. And I was hoping that Finn Jones would kind of redeem Iron Fist for me. Because, like, I know if you follow me on Twitter, like, I use the word hate a lot. I don't like hating things. I want to love things. I don't believe that for one second. (laughs) (laughs) Me either. I don't... I swear I don't. That's a a different topic for a different (laughs) episode. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wanted, I wanted to like Danny. Um, that was probably my biggest takeaway from Defenders was I wanted to like Danny. We're going to go a little bit into, um, what happens in each episode. So out of the eight episodes, I would say the first two and three quarters is really slow going and pretty much it's all about how these people are going to, um, how the defenders are going to individually like come into each other's lives and realize that they're all connected through this giant conspiracy that has been rising throughout New York, which is the hand, which you get to know a lot more in um, Iron Fist, but you were first introduced to in Daredevil. So what did you guys think of these first three, three episodes? Well, since I was awake for all of them. Oh yeah, we, we attempted to watch them all together in a family <laughs> style. Um, it didn't work. Yeah, and people, yeah, Kate dropped off and Matt dropped off like in and out through like the last part of episode two and then most of episode three until like it actually mattered. And he was still able to follow the story, which I think is a good like analogy or like I don't know what the word is, but like a good microcosm showing for that those. Yeah, good microcosm. Like those first three episodes are kind of garbage. 
I mean, like, the conspiracy thing is cool, and I understand, like, if people who are just watching Defenders, they need all the background and stuff, but you, people who are watching Defenders already know all this stuff. Like, you've watched all the other things, or you you know enough about the conspiracy to know, hey, something bad is going on in New York, and it's, like, some secret ninja stuff and all this kind of stuff. Like, you don't really... It's just not really needed. Like, you could have done it in... One and a half episodes. Cut that time in half. Do it one and a half. And then just get it going. I will say I really did like the... When they were transitioning from character to character, I did really like that. Because they had, like, the backdrops of each character's, like, main color there. Like, even Jessica had, like, purple stuff, like, throughout the first few episodes. And I thought that stuff was really cool. And even, like, the way they shot the scenes for each character was really cool. Like, cinematography-wise, I really liked the first three episodes. But I really thought they were kind of boring for like the content that they had. If that yeah. makes sense. What about you, Matt? I could care less if I ever watch those three episodes ever again. <laughs> episode one was completely useless. <laughs> episode two, yes. No, actually, episode two wasn't. I stayed awake for pretty much all of episode two. Episode three was. You could skip the first forty-five minutes and watch the last ten minutes. It'd be great. That is. Either give yeah. me three more episodes at the end to make this uh, like eleven to twelve series if you're going to play these first three episodes or cut these three down to like one maybe like adrian said an episode and a half and then have it eight because what i was worried about was kind of like what they did with iron fist where i wasted half the season half asleep waiting for them to actually do something yeah well i think that's because danny was half asleep for half the season well yeah (laughs) in that show yes but i mean in this one it was like okay come on yeah what did you think about the cinematography, Kate? Um, so I liked it at first. Um, I think for one episode, it probably... W- I mean, it was beautiful. But for me, it was kind of really, really heavy-handed. Because I wanted... Because you don't get it all coming together until they're all together. I think for me, I would have much liked it. Yeah. Like, okay, right when Luke's coming out and he's on the bus riding back into Harlem. Like, yeah, bright yellow. But I wanted that to kind of fade as they started interacting. Um, and I don't feel like it actually did. Like, it just stayed really stark and then just went straight to, okay, now we're doing regular cinematography and we're not focusing on their individuals. Like, I would have rather had it, like, fade. Like, maybe, like, once... Uh, okay, so once uh, Jessica Jones and Matt Murdock meet, like, I would like to see both their colors represented and just kind of have it kind of slowly go into it. Um, but in um, the Royal Dragon episode, which is episode four, that Chinese restaurant that they're in, it, it has all of their colors around. So that, that, that was actually a really good play. Yeah. Um, I just would have liked it more gradual versus like a really stark contrast between the, sig- the cinematography in those episodes and everything else. Because I think that there's a very different style in those three than what is in the rest of the, the series. Um, but it was pretty. It was definitely pretty. Um, the music was yeah. great too. Yeah, Luke Cage had the best yeah. scenes at all of those those first yeah, ones for sure. Definitely. And so did Jessica Jones, but from just like the camera angles, because that's how Jessica Jones the TV the series is just um, a lot of really cool angles and like uh, perspective perspective shots. Yeah. Daredevils was kind of okay, and then I just wanted to like go to sleep during Iron yeah. Fist because his dialogue yeah. is terrible. That's why I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was, I think one of the reasons, well, one, I had been drinking, and two, um, I kind of checked out because I really didn't like that introductory fight between um, Iron Fist um, and, I'm guessing, Elektra. Um, it was just really choppy. Like, it doesn't look like a fight. It's it's very much 
like they zoom in on different body parts and they have these really weird cuts and I'm like okay this is what we're going with to begin this like Finn Jones had released a whole bunch of like article or like interviews where he's like I trained so hard for it this season um and that's your first fight scene with him and I was just kind of like I I don't really care for this I actually didn't mind that fight scene. The only problem I had with that whole scene was it kind of didn't make any sense. And they didn't have to... They never came back. Like, I still don't know who the guy was that died in that scene. It kind of never really shows... We never know if it actually is Elektra or if it happened to be somebody else. I guess it just assumed it was her. Even though there really was no, like, total definition whether it was her, whether it was a male, female, or somebody else. And then he acts super surprised to fight her again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So based on all that, like I just I have no idea what that scene had to do with anything, honestly. Yeah. It just reminded me of like a Liam Neeson fight scene from like Taken, <laughs> or like a chase scene from Taken with Liam Neeson because the dude's old, so it's like 50 cuts for like a two minute chasing, and that's how I felt watching that. Like, why are there so many cuts with these people? Like, just let them fight, and can we just watch it, please? Yeah. It's bad enough; it's already in the dark. Do you have to make it? Does it have to be in the dark just because he has a glowy hand? Like, is, is that what's going on here? I don't I, I don't really understand. But I guess beyond that, I, I really agree with, um, with both of y'all on um, just the kind of blandness of these episodes. And Matt, where you're saying they, you know, maybe in, like condensing it into like one and a half episodes. Because I don't think you really had to. Like, the big thing here was introducing Jessica and Luke into the hand. Because they have to become invested in saving New York from the hand. Um, Matt and Danny already know what they're capable of and everything. So we don't need more background on how what they're doing with the hand. Like, cut that out. Just show Luke. Like, I think the arc where Luke is going to save kids in Harlem who are being taken, that was really helpful. And that, that shows why he's invested in it. Um, and I think Jessica having somebody kill himself right in front of her is also something to make her really invested in this. But, like, that's really all you need for the conspiracy stuff. We're going home. That is one of the worst yeah. scenes I have ever seen in these Netflix yeah. show. Their their dialogue together is absolutely terrible. Yeah, unfortunately. It yeah. It's, it's very, very cringy. Because you go from, like, you know, hip-hop, you know, Harlem to these, I don't know what I'm going to do when we get to New York. I let that person die. Like, it's just, it's just bad. Bad, bad. I just, I just don't like Danny Rand at all. I think he has split personality. He does have split personality. <laughs> I think so, too. I think, in the, I think we get that a lot in the, the, was it the fourth episode? Yeah, so the fourth episode is entitled Royal Dragon, and it is the first time we get to see them all really fight together. And it's the first time where they all pretty much realize they have to do something, because um, they're all connected into this giant web. Um, prior to this, you have Luke meeting Danny. So now you have everybody get together, and then you have Stick from Daredevil come in, kind of like, okay, guys, this is some serious things. And then it turns out that... This just highlights how stupid they play Danny, or they write Danny for the entire series. He uses a cell phone when an international crime syndicate is trying to find them. And he tells Colleen where they are. And I am assuming that is how they find them. Like, everybody's just looking at him like, why would you do that? Like, everybody else in the room knows that this is something you don't do. And he does it. Like, I can only take the, like, yeah. newborn babe routine for so long. 
Yeah, and that's the problem, right? Like, he has, like, this, like, oh, I have this duty to Kung Lun, and I'm the mortal Iron Fist, and blah, 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 blah. But then he has scenes like that, where he just acts like a punk ass. Like, have some consistency in the way you're doing that character. Like, do I want him to, do I want to think that he's, like, this devoted guy who wants to be a savior, and he's a little whiny about it? Or is he just, like, this, or is he actually, like, uh, Oliver Queen before he goes to the island kind of character like you can't have oh, both and then you throw and then throw in quippy iron fist who comes out when it's just him and luke talking yeah like i'll take that iron that iron fist when he's talking with luke cage like one-on-one and tied up and that's a little bit later on but like i like that iron fist i like, yeah, like that guy. i actually think the one-on-one like scenes him. are actually pretty good with him and luke the problem is is it's not consistent yeah. to any of the other parts of his character Exactly. Oh, yeah. well, I think problem two is I feel like we're gonna be finally in Iron Fist season two, Defenders season two before we Iron Fist finally <laughs> figures out what he is, who he is, or even a definition of his character. Like yeah. I feel like this is now season two of an origin story going on to possibly season three yes. of him still having his origin story figuring out. And I think it's actually in the episode before it. Um, where Luke and him are in the the dojo, and Luke has this like conversation with with him where he pretty much just checks Danny's privilege, where he's like, "Dude, you you can't just do this. Like these kids from Harlem, like you do not need to kill them. Do not beat them that bad. Like they're obviously not there, out of their own volition." And then he ends up with telling him like, "You have always had power. You were born into money." And then Danny's like, right after that, he's like. Oh, I own fifty-one percent of a company. I'll just start calling people, and I'm like, "Did you need somebody else to tell you these things?" Well, at least in Danny's defense, I mean, he wasn't <laughs> running around flashing all his money all the time. He tried to do it without having fifty-one percent of the company, even though he kind of went about it like in a really, really weird way. But, but... like, okay, so like, I think I think Lou's problem with, and I think with the problem I had is like the end, and this goes back to your point of him not knowing who he is. Yeah. At the end of season one of Iron Fist. He has that money. He has a press conference. Does he? Not that yes. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he does have that press conference. <laughs> like, he has accepted his, his, like, he has taken Rand company back from the Meachams. So he is a company head. Yeah, that's right. The problem is, is he's still trying, I mean, they're flying at a private jet to go do all this stuff. Like, he is aware of all the things that he has, and he's still trying to do it at, like, a Jessica Jones, Luke Cage level. And it's like, dude, you, you have the power yeah. You see what he's wearing? More. He's wearing homeless people's clothes throughout the <sighs> yeah. whole part. Well, it's, like, it's like this guy's never heard of Tony Stark in this universe. Like, if you have money, dude, yeah. like... We could literally do whatever you want yes. in this universe. Um, so, yeah, I thought that that kind of, like, just highlights Danny's character for me. And I, I, I think we're going to talk about them later, but I think it's good if we work them in here because I, I just can't, like, wait until the end to talk about, like, he's just so badly written. Yeah, he's yeah for sure. But the hand coming in in that episode is pretty dope, though. My favorite part is this is the first time we actually get to see Madame Gao, like, really, really in action. You say that, but Jessica Jones kicked the shit out of her. She just opened the door, saw Madame Gao, and like I don't know if he kicked her or punched her, but just like just knocked her like halfway across the room and was like I was like, All right, let's go. We're going. I was like, Madame Gao, like you're just gonna get punched like that. Well, in her fight in her final fight, she takes on both of them. First first impression, my man. first impression first was that Madame Gao is a force user. That was my first impression. And I thought it was badass. And I love Madame Gao. Because they don't, 
because she's old and they don't know how to cut a scene with to like make her punch stuff without making it look like she's like no they do it later stuff. and I think it's actually pretty good and I think no I think I think nope. it's bad the entire time like when she hits when she hits the door because I know it's like like when she hits the door and stuff she's like listeners at home you can't see me because we're I love how you and recording Kate this, this all but the she's time like, and then it's like it's like this and then it's like <laughs> I was like it's not even close she's not even close to hitting it. Have they learned nothing from? Lily? I didn't think she, she was trying to hit it. Honestly, she wasn't trying to. She was propelling her chi to force it open. And yes, I am also doing hand things. And uh, Matt yeah. is shaking his head at me. She hits the ground when she's fighting them in the in the well because the she wants because she, she wants the ground the there. To go she but up. in the same in the in the same exact because movement she, she wants hits the, the ground wave to go up. You have to put the force into it, and it's more dramatic that way. How does that make any sense when you're trying to hit someone who's on the floor? Why would you want the force to go up if you're trying to hit the person on I the floor? Know. That's not how the that's not how the force works. You seen Gandalf fight? <laughs> yeah, he carries a big ass spear or a staff. I should she should be using that <laughs> stick. Big ass sword well, should have came out of her stick. Well, and I would have spoiler more. for Iron Fist, she does execute. Was it two people? She cuts their heads off with her with her with the sword that's in there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, why did she use it in the show? That would have yeah. been awesome. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I no, she, she pretty much executes members she of her, like, Which I think, it, honestly, yeah. Adrian, I will say this. I think that is why I have such an affection for her, is because she's probably one of the main highlights of Iron Fist, because of how good she could have killed everybody if she would have just used a yes. sword. They weren't trying to kill him at the time. Yeah, they were trying to take him alive. No, okay, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage... You could kill Jessica Jones. They weren't worried about them. She's not yeah. invincible. They didn't care what they were doing. Also, but I them? will they, say they, this, they I do like the self-reflexivity of Jessica going, damn it, I'm the only one that doesn't know kung fu or karate. <laughs> that made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is touch them, and that's, all, that's, that's her main goal. Just make sure you tap yeah. somebody. And, and I also go really liked that um, her character doesn't really change while she's there. Like, she still has Jessica's attitude as she's going through these the things. Same. She's like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I just want to leave. Like, let's just do this so I can get back to my life. I know that I have to do this. Literally, <laughs> literally takes a beer yes. from a bum <laughs> on the subway. Yes. It's hardcore. Um, which I, I also think, too, like, I know, like, um, Matt, you've talked about it, like, also, being super strong means that Luke and Jessica don't have the best fight scenes. No. Because <laughs> they just punch. They're pretty yeah. punchy. No. And that's about it. Yeah. They look oh, awkward. Yeah. They super punchy. Like, it uh, looks like giant little glumps, orgs running around trying to fight. The worst part was I think I think Luke Cage does it to Madame Gao and she moves it out of the way and it looks like he's going in for a bear hug. Yeah. And it makes... I think we were laying down watching that. If I was Luke Cage, I would bear hug the shit out of you. <laughs> I think I was watching it with Matt, and I was like, bear hug! Bear hug! But, um, but yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, honestly, I would have liked to have seen Luke Cage beat the crap out of that. I don't even know his name, but that, that dude that was stealing the Harlem kids. Like, we know he did it, but I would have loved to have seen it. So, like, I can't... Yeah, yeah because he got... That dude, that dude was kicking yeah. his ass. And I was because when, when we see like Luke Cage like fly out of like the restaurant, I was like, oh, I want to see those dudes yeah. fight way more because that is yeah. amazing. Which, like, I can't critique I can't critique Danny's fighting if I don't critique the fact that Jessica and Luke don't have that much fighting, and it's kind of. But they're not supposed to, so it's not fair. They're, su- 
Like this they're supposed true. to be punchy. This is true. They he had a street fight at the end of his at the end of his episode, and she's a drunk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, but I do think when she did hit things, she made it count. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, like, yeah, Electric's pretty badass. Oh yeah, Electric. Because like, we we see it because we see like Electric go, and then we see it pan away, and then we basically see them getting like their asses kicked. And I'm like, oh, she's yeah. she's pretty badass. I think she's. Okay, yeah. we'll talk so about that, that later. So, we'll so talk we about move into it. So yeah. um, the reason he also brings up Electra is this when we when the entire team gets to see her and realize that this is really what's happening. And of course, being um, Daredevil's love interest, um, if you've seen season two, at the end of episode three, they fight in the that business place, that tower. Yeah. Yeah, they fight in the yeah. tower, and he Mid- realizes Mid- that Mid- she Mid- doesn't circle, have a heartbeat, whatever. but he's pretty sure it's her. Yeah. Yeah, so in this one, you kind of get him, you get the first taste of, like, Matt Murdock being Matt Murdock and going, like, I can't hurt you, please love me, and just trying to, you know, make her love him, and you you see her attack one of the fingers of the hand. Um, Well, because this is at the first time where she starts actually realizing, and I guess she finally met somebody, because I think they said they couldn't obviously take everything when they reincarnated her, but with, I guess, with uh, Daredevil finally, like, she met somebody from her past life, which kind of jogged her memory, yeah. or at least her curiosity into who she was before, which seemed more, instead of jogging her memory, it seemed like her, it, it fired her curiosity to go see who she actually was. Yeah. Especially, I guess, meeting somebody that yeah. was, like, actually a fighter, and it's like, you died yeah. in my arms. Would yeah. Definitely be kind of interesting Exactly. To hear. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, it's fine with me. I, I, I no. didn't see any No, I didn't either. I thought that was really well done. And I honestly, yeah. I hate those, like, type scenes but i actually really liked that one like it yeah was... i thought it was fine you could you could give me more of that and less of foggy and Karen that, Page? Was it, oh, unfortunately i have Karen not Page? become i don't know either though too yeah i yeah they're like oh don't well towards the end like when foggy comes around and whatever but i'm just I was like, uh, you you can't be doing this. Like, who, like, who are you? Are you his mom? That, so, Shut up, yeah, Paige. No, so that Get is out the of here. reason why I really hate Karen. Because in season one, Daredevil, she's actually like, she goes from victim to I'm taking control of what I'm doing. She murders somebody, and it's still never brought up exactly. in season one, yeah. season and, two. And like, how can you be this at all? And, like. Like, how could you be this critical of him still after you exactly. killed a dude and got away and with it? Like, and told nobody. <laughs> like, no, but this, the, like, my number one pet peeve with any, not just female characters, any character, is when one character either likes or gets into a relationship with somebody and then tries to frickin' change them. Especially when they're, like, a superhero or, like, somebody who's doing good in their universe. or Because, like, you knew who they were. Like, just don't. Like... Like yes. Felicity, yes, like Felicity. Um, yeah, no, I I still love Foggy though, but I think Foggy I think Foggy honestly comes at it from a different perspective though versus Karen. Yeah, him him being angry is okay. Karen Page being angry doesn't yeah. doesn't I don't. I'm and the reason we're bringing up Karen and Foggy is because right after this you have Take Shelter, which is episode five, and this is where you have all of the side characters in the Marvel Netflix universe coming together, being housed in Misty Knight's uh, police department, and being protected. Which I really was not a fan of their police department or how they go about things at all. Why? It was just annoying. 
I thought it was really annoying. There was kind of this whole... I guess I also... I guess kind of the theme to this whole thing was, like, it turned into... What are you, I guess especially dealing with those characters from, like, the other shows. I guess the more Jessica Jones and Luke Cage characters because they're, like, police and private eyes and everything else was just, like... That's against the law. You can't do that. Oh, and so I was just like, okay. You didn't like it. when Jessica kept bringing up the fact yeah. of like, what crimes they were committing. Like, who cares? Like, Stick walked in and said he cut his own hand off and acted like it was no big deal. Like, oh, I had to cut my hand off. My bad. I had to escape. That dude didn't seem to care. We don't have time to worry about whether you did a B and E right now. <laughs> that dude's missing a hand. <laughs> I, in, in the defense of this, the only and the only reason because I, I do agree, I don't like it when that happens, but I understand it because Luke and Jessica are public faces. Like they don't hide behind anything, and so whereas Daredevil can go break as many laws as he wants, he's Matt Murdock at the end of the day, um, and he doesn't have to face it. Whereas Jessica and Luke are both on the radar. So once they have all of their loved ones safe from the hand in the police department, um, with, uh, you end up with them going, taking the guy that they have had, what do you call it? The finger of the hand, Luke Cage shows up like, I got this guy. He's beat to crap. They keep him prisoner. Yeah. Stick cuts his head off. I think that... Yeah, that was yes. pretty baller, to be honest. I do like that whole thing series, which also, once again, turns me off to those other characters of basically... Daredevil shows up, basically uses baton and basically wraps his wire basically around his throat and nearly kills him there. And they like freak out. And then all of a sudden he gets up because they like freaking out on him for doing it. And then Stick cuts his head off. And of course Daredevil's like, eh, whatever. And then everybody else is like, oh my gosh, you killed a guy. Not Danny. Well, Danny still don't know what the hell he's doing. He's still <laughs> lost. I, I I agree with you there. And I'll when we get to like the last episode, I have a big problem with like one of their conversations yeah. in there. Um, which is kind of like similar. So I, I feel you. And so we don't go off a tangent now. I'll bring it up when we talk about the last episode. Ultimately, this episode ends with Danny is tied up. Luke is charged with taking care of him while Jessica and Matt head off to go find out some more information on the tower. So do you think they made the right decision in tying him up? Was that great logic or flawed logic? What are you, you going to do? He's, he's going to want to leave as soon as he wakes up. I... Well, I and guess we've even already seen I guess that whole, all he has to do is land a good punch. Yeah, on no, Luke I guess the whole gone. point was, did they make a great decision in like we should keep him here and then we'll fight him to knock him out, then have time up, obviously. But yeah, I guess point. Bleh, better question would be, would you rather let him fight or would you rather tie him up? I would have tied him up because he's gonna go. He was he was about to go half cocked and do something stupid, and he wasn't listening. And Luke is obviously the perfect one to keep him there, not only because he's the only one who could stand a good chance by taking a punch. And his just opinion on Danny is just like the perfect logic. She's like, "Oh, I'm tied up here like a prisoner." He's like, "No, not like a prisoner. <laughs> you are a prisoner. <laughs> you are a prisoner." I was like, "I was like, hey, Luke." Which that's hardcore. I like that. Which, by the way, I actually really love a lot of like the jokes they put towards each other because they kind of recognize how ludicrous it is that all of them do the things that they do. Like Jessica's interaction yeah. with Matt. Like those are some of my favorite lines. Like. If you, if you touch That's me again, weird. I'm going to punch you so hard you can see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> like, one. I really liked that, uh, which just goes back to, like, Jessica takes no shit, and that just makes me happy that they kept her that way. Keep saying this, but basically, 
Daredevil kicked everybody's ass in that first. Basically. Oh, no, Daredevil definitely <laughs> kicks everybody's ass. Like, I was a strong, like, nah, he can't take out Luke. And then I'm like, no, I think I think Daredevil can pretty He didn't much even kick care when Danny there. was like, I'm going to leave. He's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Yes, I am. I am Iron Fist. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, we just walked in front of him. He's like, yeah. you really want to do this? Like, really? Are we really going to do this? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can I definitely could because we had this argument in our Marvel um, universe episode, like who would win between Daredevil and Spider Man? I I still think Spider Man would beat him, but Daredevil, but Daredevil is definitely the best fighter yes. like on that show for sure. Except I I would have loved to see Luke and Daredevil yeah. go at it. Like there was a, there was a couple times where they almost did, and I think that yeah. would have been a great fight because what does? I only say this because we haven't seen the fight, but like what. Would he be able to do to Luke Cage other than like hit him really, really? You see hard what Electra did to Luke out. Cage? Yeah. But she has like super strength. Uh, oh, she does. Well, yeah, she obviously. Does. But she like one point five now. I don't know, dude. When the first scene, like where she's like, yeah, where she was like, oh, she's ready, and they send in all those dudes. She was knocking dudes, like flipping dudes over, making them do like triple. He's got heightened senses. Stuff. Like she definitely, and she like knocked yeah. Jessica Jones like all the way across yeah. the room. Yeah, no, and they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, because Jessica, for sure. like, breaks the wall. What do you mean Daredevil doesn't have heightened oh, senses? Oh, I thought you said Luke Cage has heightened senses. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? How did, like, the dude has, uh, like, no. sonar freaking radar for yeah. the sea. <laughs> but but on that, that same token, Electra comes in and just dicks on everybody yes. in that scene. Yeah. And it's probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire show because she just whoops everybody's yeah. ass. Kill stick like a thug and then just kill. Yeah. Which is stupid. Awesome. Honestly, the stupid thing that they made logically was letting stick be involved in the captivity process. Because well, at stick that point, they had, they had no him. choice. That's, that's well, a they had no part. choice yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand that, but it's just like he, yeah. he's the reason shit went sideways. Because well, he, he attempted to, like, yeah. kill Nick Cage. Or, not Nick Cage. Kill. <laughs> he attempted. Wow. <laughs> Luke Cage. I wow. know he was in this, he was in this he, show. He attempted to kill Luke Cage, or at least like ruined him. I know that Rosario was really worried about him. He didn't. I think he just knocked him out. I don't think he attempted to necessarily kill him. The the worry on Rosario's face made me think that it was something that was bad. Well, in defense of that, or at least saying that, they made both Rosario Dawson character and uh, Colleen. Colleen like. So at least from like what she was in Iron Fist to now, yeah. like was so poorly done. She turned into like a baby. Yeah, I, I put a tweet out about that. I'm like, she for a character like, that like they included in Iron Fist, and like her entire thing in Iron Fist is that she's learning how to fight from Colleen, so that she doesn't have to sit on the sidelines. Like both of them just whine and complain the entire time, and like, it really annoys. She's me. almost a better fighter than Danny is. The whole almost throughout Colleen, Iron Fist, yeah, throughout Iron Fist, and then in this show they make her like, oh, you're just an amateur. Yeah. And not saying she was, like, better, because obviously they had superpowers, but they made it to where she was just, like, nothing. And it was just yeah. very disappointing. That was one character I was very disappointed in, what they did with her. Yeah. No, compared I, to what they actually... She was actually a, a bright spot in Iron's Fist. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, episode seven is where everything takes a turn, and we haven't mentioned her yet, but Sigourney... Mother- I don't care. Sigourney motherfucking Reed Weaver is in Fenders. I love Sigourney Weaver. I love Ripley. She has been the leader of the hand, we find out, for since, it's, since it's the beginning. She um, made it. Yeah, so she made it, and she has uh, four other people, um, and she leads them all, and they've all tried to usurp each other in the past, yeah. and so this entire time, it's built up that you're expecting, like, Madame Gao or Bakoto, who was from Iron Fist and Colleen's old mentor, Um to take her out, or the Japanese guy, and I don't remember his name. Oh, the bear guy? The, I call him yeah, the, sun the bear, bear guy. guy. Sun bear like guy. <laughs> taking intestines out of a sun bear at the beginning of... 
And he's like, oh, I hunted him. I was like, dude, you're like a dope martial artist. Like, go try to fight a lion or something. You killed a sun bear, you pansy. Go go fight a polar bear. He said he killed wolves. He yeah. hunted wolves. Well, th- those aren't big enough for me. I need You need to go fight something <laughs> huge. For the size that that dude is, you better go hiding, fighting polar bears. And and so like this entire time you're expecting them to usurp her because they don't like what um what Alex uh, her name's Alex right yeah I call her Ripley yeah. sorry not sorry she she's also had like dozens and dozens of names so we can go with Ripley yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so they've all haven't been agreeing with what she's been doing because what happens is Ripley pretty much has made Electra her child that is how she's treating her because you find out she lost her child before she gained her immortality. Um, and so she's putting all of this like ma- um, maternal affection into her and believes that Electra, who is also known as the Black Sky, is who is going to save the hand and grant them the rest of their ooze. Or I guess, like, what do, I don't remember what they call it. Yeah, in the show. I, I thought the it was just ooze. I really just. Substance. Yeah, they call it the substance. All I could think of was like the ooze. Like, yeah. That's all I could think of. Yeah, I have of. no idea. I just it's New York, the, the ooze. You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's, it's all the same, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so the big turn here is that after her, after Matt wakes something up inside of her, she keeps searching for more and more of Electra Nachios and less and less of this, like, daughter identity to Ripley. And so she goes to his, part, his apartment and things and she kind of awakens Electra in herself and she ends up killing her. Um, and assumes complete control over the hand. <laughs> which is a total shocker, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see it coming at all. I yeah, was, no, was legitimately yeah. shocked. Which is funny because the uh, Japanese guy, who we have no idea what his name is. I keep wanting to say Nobu, but he was the guy who yeah, hired oh, Nobu. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is the guy who hired Nobu. <laughs> uh, yeah. he, he was actually going to fight her and probably kill her until she dragged in Danny right before that scene. Yep. Yeah. So it went from like possibly one of them dying to neither of them dying to she being killed. Which yes. is really out of nowhere. But, in side note, it actually works with all of the Marvel uh, Netflix universes where the first main villain always dies in probably <laughs> approximately at least three-quarters of the way. Yeah. So, in that case, we probably shouldn't have been shocked. Um, but it was a good twist. Uh, I think we, as we've said before, if we all agree on something, it is fact. Yeah. So this is fact. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> And so as we move on to this, um, you end up with the very last episode, The Defenders, where you have them... First break out of jail. Oh, yeah. They break out of jail. Yeah, that's kind of important. Um, the seventh episode is called Fish in the Jailhouse. So essentially, they're after Electra comes by, knocks everybody out, Stick's dead, Danny's gone, and <laughs> Dick had sent the head, <laughs> sent the head, which is another great scene that unfortunately we need to talk about. And leaves the rest of his body just laying around out there. Uh, they get all get arrested. Taken. Which he tells Luke that he's going to take care of it, assuming he's going to get rid of it. But he just ships the head off to the hand. Yeah, Luke, Luke <laughs> wanted no part of that. Anyways, so they all get found in jail. They all get arrested because they're all knocked out. They wake up in the jail cells wondering what happened. They all basically are questioning. They're like, they're two bad bodies. What's going on? What not? And so essentially they're about to charge all of them. And this is a part where basically... Daredevil or Matt Murdock, he's lawyer part at this time, just calls all his clients into a council and a side, or I guess a, not a sidebar, a council in the other room. Foggy comes in, says, here's your, I do what you have to, here's your suit. They decided, okay, what do you guys want to do as your legal council? We need to save the world. 
Luke breaks a hole in the wall, or we assume Luke, maybe Jessica, I don't know, breaks a hole in the wall. One of the super strong people. Yes. Anybody but Daredevil breaks a hole in the wall. (laughs) They basically go, they actually think they kidnapped the blind warrior, and he's just riding along. So they basically sneak out to then meet up at the middle part. I feel like you should have done recaps for all these episodes, because I think that was really good. Yeah, no, I I thought that's what you were going to do, move it super fast with that. (laughs) I get sidetracked really easily. Yep, that's what happened in that episode. Finale. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, you can take it from here. Now okay. we're back. We're caught up now. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing there, and we're at the de- at the finale called the Defenders, um, which in true Marvel style or Marvel Netflix style, this is where you have everybody in their own and working as a team together. Um, and you also have Colleen and Claire decide that they're not going to sit on the sidelines anymore, um, and then everybody tells them to sit on the sidelines. And then they well, kind of t- fuck everything up anyway. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But before that, the whole reason like they're there, like she she was there to plant the bombs. Why was the bomb thing such? Why was that like a five fifteen minute discussion on like whether or not we're gonna blow up this building or not? After one, they know that no one is in the building anymore, and two, it's just gonna go straight down. It's strategically placed. No one else is gonna get hurt. But the like they're like yeah, the architect place. Yeah. No, like, he knew where to place them, but, like, Luke's yeah. like, I, I don't want any part of this. And I was like, no one's getting hurt here. Jack that, off. I, like, just, I like, hate why is it? Scene. Why is this a conversation? It's kind of like the one, like, what Matt was talking about. Like, why are we trying to be, like, holier than thou when you guys have already done a whole bunch of messed up stuff and no one is going to get hurt in this blowing up the building thing? It was such a long discussion. Yeah, it I, really, like, took me out of the show for a finale. I was like, all right, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, that scene was a total, like, I completely hated that scene. I was with you. I was like, basically, Daredevil was like, let's do this. Colleen's like, do this. Let's go. Danny's still wherever. Oh, yeah, he's still in the <laughs> show, but he's gone. Danny, Danny, <laughs> yeah. But but then, yeah, the other people interacting he's, he's with here. He's chasing butterflies in the Luke's over here dragon. growing a conscience over here all of a sudden. Like, you just well, broke Luke, it. Luke has you always sh- had a conscience. You shipped just- the head to the hand. Well, he technically did. he didn't. He walked away. But so he no, like, part like of Luke it. has like walked away from every possible bad thing that has happened. This entire show series. He's also somebody who did prison time. It doesn't matter. Then don't Twice. go back. Then don't go back and try to save kids. Don't get into hero business if you're that worried. Like, it's a building. Like you know what's going on there. Like no one's gonna get hurt. The first thing Jessica Jones goes. That's domestic terrorism stuff. Well, then go away. You had but, a chance to wait, and you didn't want to be here. Then leave. Yeah. It's just a basically yeah. as a coward excuse of like we need to be here for the moral good, but oh we have to do something bad. Oh we shouldn't do this, guys. Well then leave. Yeah, like the Avengers yeah. killed like a whole bunch of people in Sarkovia. I mean it's it's okay. Like you'll be you'll be okay if you take down a building with nobody in it with a whole bunch of evil people. Like you'll be okay, yeah. Luke and Jessica. Well, but, I yeah. do think too. Like I understand at least Luke because I'm like this dude's already been in prison twice and he does want to help people, so he doesn't want to go back to prison, but Jessica, I didn't really understand. He's going to prison whether or not he takes down the building. He just broke out of jail. He's going to prison. You already already did all this. You went this far, and now you're going to turn around and go, oh, I don't want to do this. Why? You did all that? You're accused of basically kidnapping a blind lawyer. Yeah, sorry. I, that, that just, like, that's my probably my least favorite scene out of the whole thing. But then you have really cool fight scenes later on, and, and it's okay. So, um, I definitely concede. But, um, yeah, so you end up with uh, Claire pretty much, like, guilting Colleen into going to place the bombs with her and not being involved in it. Because they just kind of, like, point out, you don't have superpowers, guys. These people have been alive for thousands of years. Don't fight them. That being said, 
Colleen does actually end up fighting one of the fingers of the hand, Bakudo, who trained her in everything. And you finally see her stop being like, meh. She went back to Iron Fist. Yeah, Colleen. she w- she went in. She went back into badass Iron Fist, Colleen. And you even get to see like Rosario didn't forget how to fight. She actually fought in that scene too. So I like kind of like what you said, Matt. They kind of wasted those characters otherwise. This is also important because Misty gets her robotic arm because Bakudo chops that off. Do you um, see the, the thing that she tweeted today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, looks yes. pretty good. I'm down. Yes, I am too. Um, so you get that. I slipped that thing off like butter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Colleen, in turn, uh, slipped his head off like butter. Oh, she slit his throat, and then he like, oh, and then she just cut his head off and said, yeah. we don't even have to worry about it. I stabbed you last time you came back alive. Yeah, it looked really cool, This though. time you're not going to have a head if you come back alive. Yeah. And then he found the really bomb, cool, and everybody, Activate. you know, had to run away from the exploding building. Because they finally found the, the ooze. They found the ooze of the dragon that... Something, something, Danny yeah. ran. I didn't watch Iron Fist. Oh my so. god! It, it, which, by the way, which you don't have to explain to me. It's it's okay. No, no, I, I, I know. I'm not. I'm not gonna explain it to you when Luke is like disrespecting the dragon, and, or like not him. I don't. It, somebody's like disrespecting the dragon, and Danny Rand is like, "How dare you disrespect whatever the hell the dragon's name is?" And he's like, "Dude, you punched its heart out." Yeah. Like. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's them when they're talking they're, about the. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, he's, when he's tied up. Yeah, but yeah, that was cool. There's lots of cool fight scenes. The hand fights some people. You know. Yeah, they all fight. They all fight. It's all really great. I actually think that that episode is really well done. Also, Jessica saves them from falling to their death. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, that, that, was, that like, was actually cool. that was like a helicopter, like you know, train slash like boat scene, kind of like like in a yes. mini a mini form. I liked it. Which also brings back to, I will give Finn Jones credit. His dialogue is still awful, and he still talks like he can't pronounce sentences. But he did at least learn how to fight. No, or at his, least the way the portrayed. Yeah, 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 yeah. His fight scenes yeah. with with Elektra, other it's than like that better. first one, I think I thought his fight scenes were completely fine. I didn't really. Have yeah, any, I thought they were. Really, yeah. I thought they were like three times better. I was like, yeah. that's fine. Now if only he could learn how to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the one like where when he's fighting Elektra the first time, and like Elektra like makes or like in. In that episode, like Alex like makes his hand hit the wall. I thought that was yeah. really, really well done. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I Which is weird because sorry, but I didn't know when he learned to finally basically keep his chi and his hand up for a while. Yeah, I don't know. That when just that came out of either. nowhere when he learned yeah. how to do that. Apparently, yeah. well, at least something in his character is having progression. Yeah, that was like a progression <laughs> that unlocked that we don't know when he powered up. But yeah, um, but yeah. So ultimately. The show ends with Daredevil seemingly dying in the bottom because he stays back to save or just be with the love of his life. That was a great scene. I'm sorry. That was probably the best part of the show. It was. But it was so good. Like, the dialogue was really good, too. The way they did that whole scene with them basically trying to kill each other slash not kill each other slash love each other slash fight each other was very well done. And they both knew they were going to die. And neither one of them cared. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. But they ruin it all by showing him alive at the end. No, they did not ruin it. I almost, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning, almost threw the controller yeah. through the TV. Like, you killed off the best character in this entire series. But he died in the substance, so I knew he was going to be alive. I mean... So, like, I knew that was going to happen. And they also, like... 
how often do they kill this is people true. the only thing i was worried about because back. there was talk of like rumor whether there was going to be season three daredevil for a while yeah yeah and so i wasn't 100 percent sure at that time and i was also like said at four o'clock in the morning whether they had fully confirmed season three or not yeah no i i i was very emotional when he died and then i was like oh that's not the end that's not how they're ending this yeah no i was and very- then it kept going and then I was like, oh, okay. And then I, I just didn't like that they showed him alive at the end. I, I didn't like that. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expect like I, I might have believed it more because they do the whole thing where like, oh, everybody's sad that uh, Daredevil is dead. Give me Ben uh, Eric back. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. And and so so basically, all of yeah. like their feelings don't matter because he's still alive at the end. So why do I care about him fake dying if you're just going to show me that he's alive and make these people take up all this time? It's all about, like, managing your time correctly. I don't think the show does it all that well. Like, you don't have to show me all this well, stuff. Well, at least they did that because I will say the, the fact that they seconds, wait to like, the very last moment was nice, at least if you're going to do that. Because at least for a while there, it made it seem like some of the stuff was real because you're like, okay, nobody's come back. Okay, we've had another scene. Nobody's come back. All right, we have no- still he's not come back. We still have nothing he's not come back. Oh, we pretty much have the credits and he still hasn't come back. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, can, I can concede that, but I still would have wished they wouldn't have shown it. Yeah, no, that's fine if they didn't show it, but at least the way they did show it, they made sure it was that they made you believe that he yeah. was actually dead. So I think we've pretty much talked about a lot of the characters. I think we've absolutely dragged Danny like as much as we can <laughs> um but i guess like for you guys what were who were your favorite characters of defenders and who do you think they could have done more with um Matt? i like stick i was sad he died <laughs> stick will always be one of my favorite characters just because he's stick in the way he plays a dick pretty much and basically very logical even if sometimes his logic was we need to kill him it was actually pretty sound logic at sadly at that point but my favorite character is still daredevil and confirmed that Daredevil is still way better and probably could still beat all those characters. And honestly, as the show went on and progressed, as some of the stuff we talked about with the way the other characters were acting, where Danny still in episode one of season one trying to figure out himself, Colleen, Colleen turned into like a baby, like whiny, and then the other two were still worried about like, oh, did I, did I like jaywalk or something? I only care about Daredevil by the end of the show, and I didn't really care about any of the other characters. And I actually liked the way they finally... I didn't really care for the way they did Elektra in Season 2 with the way his response was to her, but I liked the way they did it this season. So you think they redeemed her? Yeah. Well, I didn't like how he treated her in Season 2 versus now how she is. That's true. Because he was in that whole, like, perceive of, like, you do bad things. We're supposed to be good. And, like, you just probably threw somebody off a roof. And he finally realized and accepted, this is who I am. Well, it's also because she died in his arms. And well, now, I know and we're talking about like he like literally again. kind of broke her heart, basically yeah. because. Yeah, it, it, the the character relationship actually had an impact on how it happens again. Yeah, it meant something. What about you, Adrian? Uh, I still rock with Luke Cage. I thought his scenes were pretty good um, with whoever he's with, specifically with Jessica Jones. I know they weren't like huge parts of the show, but him and Jessica Jones still had great interactions and I wish they would have gotten it on. They wanted to, they wanted that coffee. Yeah. Well, cause they, they even had it like at the end, they have like the whole like, man, he was like, he never calls. And, uh, she was like, well, you could have too. But then they also understand that like, if you haven't watched it, Jessica Jones is told by Kilgrave to shoot him in the head. Um, that's a pretty traumatic experience. And neither of them really wanted to talk about that after that. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
yeah, any of those two are probably probably my favorites to be honest. Um, obviously, I wish they would have done more with Finn Jones and just consistency, but we've talked about that enough for me yeah. to not talk about it again. For me, um, I think Jessica Jones was awesome. Um, just how, every, how how her character stayed throughout of it, it felt like a very uh, a very complete character. Um, but I will say. I'm with Matt on Daredevil just being the best, which I think as much as Iron Fist was supposed was the heart of the story for the most part because he was the key to the ooze. Um, I think Daredevil was the one that held it all together um, really well. Um, and I actually walk out hating Finn Jones more than I did in the other one. Why? Because, okay, not Finn Jones. Um, hating Danny okay. as a character, not Finn Jones. Like, I thought Finn Jones actually did a good redemption job. I think the fighting got better. I just... I, I I will not blame an actor based on... Unless he, like, came up and wrote his own lines. Okay. I can't necessarily blame him for what he's told to say. Yeah. If somebody tells me, I am home. We are home. And I say it like that. What more... And I sound stupid. What more do you want me to do? Yeah. No, I can see that. But, well... No, I can't see that because Stick was very abrupt and to the point and, like... Stuff like that, like Madame Gao, very abrupt and to the point, like very like short sentences. Really, like I don't know. I still hold it that like a bat, a good actor can sell a bad script. But I totally understand. Like he was terribly written, and that's probably not all on not all on him. Like yeah. he didn't make the choices to code switch every time a freaking different frame came up. Um, but the reason I say I hate Danny Rand as a character and I really don't want him anywhere near this is because. It was like Netflix heard all the criticisms everybody said, and the entire season was just everybody else ripping on Finn Jones the entire time for everything. So, like, I, I think it even highlighted all of his faults even more. Like, I want to do that on my couch. I don't necessarily want to keep being told how much of an idiot he is, and now I don't want to watch him ever again. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, a fair point. Yeah, um, they should have done more with Colleen because so, she was whiny. What are you guys looking forward to next? Obviously, now we have Luke Cage Season 2 coming, Punisher. Daredevil Season 3. We're not going to talk about Punisher because he's not a defender yet. Uh, oh, Jessica man. Jones Season 2 and Iron Fist Season no. 2. <clears throat> I'll, I'll talk about Punisher because I think him being in this would have made it a thousand times better. At least, like, mentions of him. Him being in the show would have been better. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm more excited about punisher than i am any of like the renewal seasons for any of the other characters and i like luke cage um but i'm more excited for i'm excited for punisher but i'm really excited for daredevil season three (laughs) and honestly i'm like not excited anymore for any of the characters like unfortunately the show i don't know maybe i feel bad but the show really did not like i really do not like luke cage now i really don't care for jessica jones even less and danny Rand still lost (laughs) you're about to get i don't even care like i it just seemed like for being such a big, strong presence, just like you acted like such a coward in some cases. Yeah, I mean, like, like I get that, but I also know that, like, Luke Cage's big thing is, like, not using all the violence, which I know doesn't make sense because you are now having to fight a criminal syndicate. If it's too dangerous where you will, that you cannot and will not tell the police, then accept what you're going to go do. Yeah, no, I get that. I Either get that. tell the police and walk away or realize the police can't yeah. help. I need to go do this, and I'm going to do it at whatever takes. You know, actually, I think the problem I had with Luke Cage is the strong part of his characters from his solo series was a lot of the dramatic acting, and I don't think I got a lot of that. I didn't get a lot of the the interplay with other characters as much as I wanted to, with the exception of him and Jessica, because like him and Jessica, like Mike Coulter and uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen Riddler, they 
are awesome together and they sell the crap out of that chemistry, but I don't think we got enough of what like Mike Coulter was good at. So I did like that because I almost felt like, can we get rid of Osario Dawson, go somewhere else, and I'll take them too? I will say yeah. that. You can tell. To me, it seemed like he almost felt guilty in some ways sometimes or being, being with her and not Jessica. Yeah. I'm that was just agree. my personal opinion. Wait. Yeah. Um, so for me, Punisher, that's probably what I'm most excited for. And then um, season three of Daredevil as like right and right there together that's about all I- which is gonna be cool because i kind of hope punisher meets with cage what's luke cage gonna do his head's gonna explode from seeing punisher's logic i don't know I-, I think luke cage's character makes sense like from his origin especially what we've seen in the show like not wanting violence but i get what you're saying too like if you're in that situation like you kind of have to accept that you have to do violence right now you're not saving kids anymore you're going to war stick yeah <laughs> stick <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> we should have got shawarma at the end. So I fully expect you, if you're ever arrested, to cut your your hand off and walk into whatever restaurant might. Restaurant Technically, I'm you in. can dislocate your thumb pretty well, and you can slip out. So you're saying he could have done that instead of cutting his hand? No, because they probably know that pretty well, <laughs> and it takes so a lot longer. So you're saying that stick is a little extra? Probably a little bit. <laughs> but he's also blind, so. And what's faster, cutting off your hand or dislocating? Your thumb Probably cutting off your hand, honestly, with the yeah. swords ahead. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's blind. So, he didn't care. So where do you rank this in the? Where do you rank this in the overall Marvel Netflix pantheon? And pretty much, how do I guess? Do you want them to do another meetup? Um. Yeah, I can take another meetup as long as I don't have to take with the first three. What they did with the first three episodes, just let's get it rolling. Like if you're gonna do solo series, get it going. If you want to even do a cliffhanger or whatever, and then if you're gonna do a meetup, let's just get rolling right into it adrian uh i guess i'd i mean uh, I, I would not not watch another thing am i like super excited about it like is it like on my calendar no not really just because punisher is coming out um and they need if they do another one they have to acknowledge spider-man somewhere in there like marvel themselves yes, yes. has to acknowledge spider-man in this thing and you also have to acknowledge why like no one knew about the hand when they've been around for thousands of years, but you know, we'd know about Hydra and shield and all this stuff. And like the whole doctor strange people, like we know about all them, but no one knew about the hand. Literally nobody on the planet knew about the hand. This guy who got his back broke, like his legs broken, climbed some mountain to go talk to the people in doctor strange, but they're supposed to be like the secretive thing, but no one knew about the hand for thousands of years. I just don't really buy it. So they got to acknowledge that if they do this again, like fit them fit. Was doctor strange in New York as well? I can't remember. I don't think yes. that, but it was the origin though. I thought they, no, I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like the organization that doctor strange is with. Like, I know, that's... but I thought they operated out of like, they had a branch in New York, yeah, but I thought, they, 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 op- do. But I thought yeah. they operated most of the movie outside of New York. No, no, uh, yeah, no, that's not, that's not what yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying like, they, oh, okay, okay. No. I'm saying that they need to, acknowledge how like this this thing fits into the greater marvel universe because that was like a secret organization but people knew about it like even if it was like in like hush a secret it seems like no one knows about the hand in anything other than in like this little microcosm of new york but they're like a worldwide organization so how does that not anyone anyone know why is shield not all over this so it's they just need to fit that basically i just want them to fit the defenders better into the marvel universe after you've already acknowledged that they're there, they know about the event. Like, just make sure, even if they're even have them acknowledge that they are lesser. They're not the Avengers. They're street level, like they kind of say in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. 
Well, I do know that this definitely drew almost to me like a line where either you have to either acknowledge, like Adrian said, or basically don't. Because yeah. there's no other way of going Pull about it. Pull it apart or start acknowledging it. I, yeah. I agree. Because essentially you have every part of New York represented in the Defenders, except for Brooklyn. Yeah. Or is he from Queens? No, Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Hmm? Brooklyn. Is Cap... Cap, Cap is it, from Queens. I know that Cap... Yeah, Cap is from Queens. Okay. It would make sense Or reverse? I think it's reversed. Yeah, it's reversed. He's like, where are you from? Queens. And he's like, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. Obviously, New York is really strong in the Marvel Universe. So, like, you have to have some interplay. Yeah. I think for me, like, I don't so much want to see a giant meetup so much as I want to make sure that when they do these solo episodes, they say, oh, this is happening. I'm going to call up what's his name because he's, you know, he does this. Or, hey, Danny has some connections. Let me use, like, I want to make sure that after this, they are still using each other and they just don't have an entire season where it has nothing. Like, they just completely forget everything that happened. Um, which I can see happening. Yeah. Which might happen so. with Daredevil Season 3 if they're going to go with the rumored storyline, which is awesome. What is it? The Born Again storyline, possibly. Explain. It's by Frank Miller, I believe. But I do know, I think it's the one where he basically will... Basically accepts who he is and basically doesn't turn into whatever the heck he... Basically, they kind of prelude into this... It's not just rumor, but like prelude into what... Basically, except I'm Daredevil, this is what happens, this is how we do things... Oh, okay. I am this person, yeah. and basically not what he was trying to do at the end of season yeah. two. Yeah. So that was our uh, Defenders review. Dear, uh, Punisher will be coming out in a couple of months, so we will have a Why Punisher Matters episode um, coming out around then. If we missed anything, let us know. Uh, we definitely want to know what you thought about the series. Um, so add us. Add us if you like us. Add us if you don't like us. Add us if you just want to talk at like 2 a.m. I swear I'll probably be on Twitter. So as always, you can find me uh, at OhMyMythRandier on Twitter and Instagram. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. Matt? And you can find me on Twitter at datm18, D-A-T-T-M-1-8. And uh, what music should we exit to? Danny Rand going, I am the mortal iron fist. And Luke Cage going, what? Uh, bye. Everybody say bye. 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 Bye.